And welcome to Cultagesh Cast, the show where we bumble and fawn over weird goings on. I'm Gavin. I'm Philip. And it's at times like these we have just but one instruction for our initiates and pre-initiates who are listening right now, Phil. Kneel! Kneel! Kneel, you dogs! Simply kneel and, you know, if you've got two seconds while you're down there, Phil. Yeah? Tickle, tickle me. me. Tickle me, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of damn fun. So, we had a special edition uh, of supernatural entertainment. Did you have fun? I did have fun. <laughs> did you have I fun? I did have fun. Yep, yeah, uh, we did a special edition of supernatural entertainment system, as you well know. How comfortable did it feel? It felt like slipping into an old gunny sack. Mm. It was incredible. Can I ask an off? What I would like to call it, I probably should have been done off air. Admin question. Uh huh. Sure, sure. Admin question. That's a perfect time to do it. Did that go Patreon then to the normies or? Just straight out to the normies? Went straight out to the normies, oh, um, nice. but the Patreon exclusive was a timed exclusive episode. Uh-huh. Went out, should go out two weeks after the fact. So should be out about now. Exciting. Exciting. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully we're going to do one uh, Supernatural Entertainment System coming up for Christmas, which is of course... Our Halloween. Our Halloween. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of upcoming news, Phil, keep listening, uh, because later in the show we're going to be finally announcing one... The new Cult of Gesh Cast live show, the very first one we've ever done. Where is it going to be? When is it going to be? You'll find out later in this episode. What you need to bring. What you'll need to bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're going to talk about when our first... Uh, oh, in fact, it's not our second. It's the first one of 2018. The first one of 2018. <laughs> our Christmas munch. Are you ready for a lunchtime with us? Are you ready for a lunchtime with us? Are you ready for the rugby? We won't pay. <laughs> we are going to have our second Christmas munch. We are looking forward to doubling the numbers at least from Imagine last year. Imagine if two people came. Now, guaranteed, no matter what's happening, Andrew Beltran will be there. Yeah. I've guaranteed it. If you've ever wanted to meet Andrew Beltran, which I've I've met him once and it was divine. Yeah. you got Maybe you've got a question about... Uh, will he get chips this time? Will he maybe get chips this time? Will he fucking just even crack a smile? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, Also coming up later in the show You're all in a lot of fucking trouble again So be ready for an absolute <laughs> no, pasting What's happening now? Uh, yeah no you're you're all in a lot of trouble You horrible lot <laughs> You like that? Yeah what's that? That's my new character yeah. Mr. You horrible lot <laughs> Like a busy policeman He's good isn't he? <laughs> you horrible lot Gavin mm-hmm. We wiped the slate clean Quite literally <laughs> Quite literally yeah We We had a bit of a live show discussion the other mm-hmm. week, so we cleaned off the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. So we're working blind. Blind Guardian tonight. Um, to blind Guardian. <laughs> a lot of Lord of the Rings songs. Um, yeah, so usually we have the show notes, all of the, the, the full thing that we do, mm-hmm. everything from start to finish is up on the board, gone. There's nothing. There's, there's practically nothing. Which makes this an anything can happen show. <laughs> sure, right. Ooh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay. Now, you did say, would it be fun if we went through all the episodes we've done previously and try and guess the thing that we've taken, we've taken away? Because yes. God knows, without that on the board, there's no way of knowing. There's Yeah, I'm up for... You're up for doing it right now? Blind guess, yeah. Every episode where we go, is this fun? We're doing it anyway. Yep. <laughs> if any, then this will take longer. Yep. Okay, so we're going to go back to the very first episode. Uh, it should be easier. I think it gets harder as time goes on because we... Uh, There's a repetition element that means that you know. <laughs> yeah. We kind of we we know what happened with some of them, but the later ones is who, get, who cares? I, I barely remember editing them. If we did, <laughs> editing's maybe not a uh, top priority. Okay, so number one, Heaven's Gate. What rule did we take away from Heaven's Gate? Shoes. You gotta have good shoes. Write it up on the board. We're gonna write up the board as we go. Next up, Scientology. Scientology. I'm gonna ask you a couple last time because I never get to Scientology. It was not about money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was money, yeah. We found a flaw. So we got the Patreon. Money. Patreon. Okay, number three, Phil Manson family. Influence? I think it was influence, yeah. Okay, that's influence going up there. Gavin, Star Trek. It was inclusiveness. It's a nice one. Inclusivity. <laughs> Next up is Umshin Rikyo. Was it sarin gas poisoning? It wasn't, Phil. I do know what this one is. 
merchandising? It was merchandising, yes. Give them give them a hand. The MS thirteen. MS thirteen, the Maris Salvatrucker. The world's most deadliest gang. Yep. Uh, that was initiation rings. I don't know if this is fun for people to listen to, but I mean, it's a fucking free podcast. Admin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Chris, Christmas. Christmas. What did we take away from Christmas? The meal. The meal. The munch. The shoes. Look, look forward to important information about that munch coming up later. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> Gavin, the Matamoris hash cult. <laughs> it was uh, marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. Weed. Legalize it. Legalize weed, please. Sturgeon. You scared the cat. <laughs> Next up was Branch Davidians, Phil. Oh, right. Branch Davidians. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> now we're getting into the nitty gritty. <laughs> now we're getting into the... Po- I can't even look at the photograph we took because it's such low resolution <laughs> that it won't actually tell us. Branch Davidians. Should we ask on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Let's skip Branch Davidians. Guns? Was it guns? It wasn't guns, no. no. Okay. I think if it was the David Koresh thing... Uh-huh. I think it was <laughs> tests of will. Okay. <laughs> well. The, the aliens. Yep. Alien stuff. It's down to you so now. Like uh, essential meditation. Nice. Yes. I know this show inside out, man. I know everything about the podcast that I do. <laughs> Jonestown Massacre. That the might have been movie. tests of will. <laughs> also will. Um, Christ folk had something to do with R and B. One was R and B, and the other one was like looking the part. <laughs> the part. The part. Kate okay, Fulton. Universe people of course. Ashtar Sharon. And finally, fell Freemasons. Can you remember on our last episode what we took away from Freemasonry? Uh. <laughs> Was it like imagery? <laughs> what was it? Very possibly. Some, something like that. The last thing we did, and we can't remember what it was. Yeah. We'll come back to it. It'll come to us. It'll come to us. Well, that was a fun game, wasn't that it? That was a fun game, wasn't it? That'll go on the Patreon show. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it was fun. I don't know. Well, that, co- that counts as a cult status. Oh, hooray. Cult status. Welcome back, Gavin. How's hey. it feel to be back in the driver's seat without those two? Hangers on. Um, okay, I feel like in a lot of ways, yeah, I don't feel as dragged down as I was. I feel like the, the weight yeah. around my neck. I had a lot of fun. Have you been uh, up to much? I know we don't like to discuss what we've been up to. No. What's been happening? I heard you might be going to WrestleMania. <laughs> I might be going to WrestleMania. Yeah. If uh, the price is right. Yeah, I'm That's thinking about key. going to. I've never been to WrestleMania, mm. uh, and it's always been a dream of mine. I thought. It's in New York City. It's in New York City. I believe it's in the New Jersey province. Oh, are you Perhaps. worried about like getting dazzled by the bright lights? Very possibly. I do suffer from light-sensitive migraines. So. No Toys R Us anymore in Times Square. You know that? Well, I'll just not go. Fair enough. <laughs> I would ask how you got on, but... I, hey, I was in Edinburgh today, the nation's capital. Shit. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. And I saw... <laughs> Did you know that? I saw a protest oh, against no. an alt-right superstar. Tell me more. <laughs> Steve Bannon. I was in town uh, doing stuff and there was people there and they were livid about it all and and that's where the the scaredy cat sturgeon (laughs) line came in how 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 tepid an insult is scaredy cat yeah imagine imagine having like the world uh, protests a good thing Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean people should protest against things that they disagree with yeah but it was such milk toast Yes, approach to protesting mm-hmm. they're almost as counterintuitive yeah I mean a, a, a good protest a is good, I want to see petrol bombs yes I want to see the caving in of shop windows throwing knives throwing knives throwing stars yep uh, and uh, caltrops being <laughs> laid out for police horses <laughs> yeah <laughs> video of that guy just running up the Newcastle fan just punching a police horse. <laughs> I wasn't that on look, basically. As a look out of like a big building, looking down on it all. Like, Very safe. I can imagine that a, a horse is mm. an arrogant creature, to my mind. <laughs> but with a police horse... The arrogance of a police horse. I, I imagine the arrogance of a police horse. Off the scale. When I was a young boy, <laughs> my friend Thomas... 
mm-hmm. was quite a quite a smart guy, quite a savvy gent. And we're maybe in first year, so maybe 12, 13. He was like, we've got to do something about this French nuclear testing, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, this is you just, worried about a Gojira yeah, a little, scenario? A, a little bit. And um, we were like, what, we, what can we possibly do, Thomas? And he was like, uh, let's do a protest outside the Tesco that had just opened. Uh-huh. And we're going to tell people to boycott French products right. to stop nuclear testing. Now, it's summer holidays. Yeah. Nothing to do. And your friend yeah. has got his mindset on this. You're doing it. So I'm doing it. Yeah. So we did at one point have placards. I phoned the Daily Record newspaper to tell them it was happening. was told it's oh not It's not God. a story. You're so proactive. Aye. Um, what did your placard say? It, Fuck their long bread. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, long bread. Um, it said boycott French products, stop nuclear testing. And that was the chant that we did outside as people went yeah. in. And a, a few mums who recognised us uh, came out and said, you know, that's really great. You're making a stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my friend Thomas is we're just thinking about pathetic uh, protest stuff. Mm-hmm. Went in and bought a French apple <laughs> and came out and smashed it. Oh. <laughs> So not only get still giving them the money for it, yeah, yeah, but then just smashing it off the ground just in an act of sheer defiance. Oh, that's legendary. And as you know, uh-huh. that's that was the end of the nuclear testing. At that Where point. is he now? Like, does anyone know? He, he died of radiation poisoning. <laughs> I'm afraid. Mutated. <laughs> yeah, in his final stage. He touched that apple. That's... That was the end of him, wasn't it? Those goddamn French. <laughs> that's a really lovely story. Yeah. Protesting is important. I think that's what we've learned today. Yeah, that'll be what we'll be taking away from uh, Nexium. <laughs> Speaking of which, Speaking Kevin, of which, we better talk about why we, we're here. Let's tell the people why we're here. Okay, so Phil, a couple of years ago, you and I became legends on Twitter. Mm. That was decided by the people listening to this show. Thrust um, into the limelight once again. And we decided to use our legendary status to create a cult, or we're going to look at cults throughout history and take the one good rule that they had, absorb it into our own and make a super cult. Yeah. So far, we just went through all the all the rules. You'll agree they're all good. Pretty, pretty uh, substantial list. Of- <laughs> pretty fucking good, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> if only we could remember them all. A lot of tests of will. Yeah. <laughs> Too many, you might say. Uh, so this episode, we're looking at real bad bastards. We said this last time on the Freemasonry episode. Mm. We're not going to fuck around this time. It's proper, horrible, grim episode. Yeah, it's back to reality. Absolutely. Modern stuff, 2018 uh, yeah. stuff was happening for this cult. So uh, it's definitely NSFW, Phil. You think? Yeah. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Nexium. Nexium. <laughs> yeah, they're an interesting bunch that we're going to get into today. Yes. Like you say, as it's still ongoing. The whole mm-hmm. the whole story continues to this day. Like it still has loads of members. Conclusion. Yeah. As yet, so and it also it quite it gripped me, mm-hmm. unlike most other ones that we've got <laughs> in the past. Unlike the boring stuff we've done, like um, uh, this one, this one was very, very interesting, which I'll, I'll get into later. Oh, Lots of trails about. today. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's how you get them, isn't it? That's how you keep them listening. I was thinking we could start doing that, like other podcasts do. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just do like a voice, and be like the thing about Nexium is that then no one really knew, and they'll be. Like, that's Nancy Drummond. She's actually a big player down at the fucking steel mill. <laughs> I like Nancy Drummond. Nancy Drummond. <laughs> I think like Nancy, Nancy Drew, can't say Drew, Drummond. Man. <laughs> fucking macho. <laughs> Should we just get into it, do you think? I would love to hear it. Oh shit, no, don't. Our story begins, like all of these daft fucking cult stories, in 1960s America. There was a cultural shift in progress, Phil, with the civil rights movement on the horizon. The Flintstones would be shown on TV for the first time, and groundbreaking films like Psycho were horrifying audiences, even though it's quite boring. (laughs) This episode scumbag in question is Keith Raniere. Born in 1960 to two weird folks, no doubt. Because that's just how it fucking is. That's how it goes. Don't geese it. You've learned enough now. To you know. don't get to have just a weird kid out of nowhere. Uh, he grew up in New York uh, area until his mum died in 1979. They moved to Albany. 
That's where you get your steamed hams, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Steamed hams. (sighs) There isn't a lot on record about his childhood, which is great if you're a pathological liar and Mm. manipulator like Raniere is. Uh, He'd say things like, uh, in 1989, he was recognised by the Guinness Book of World Records for having the highest IQ. But when you check the records, name isn't there. (gasps) It seems it was through some error he appeared and under this category in one edition, the Australian edition of the Guinness World Book of Records, and then the category was suspended after that. <laughs> <laughs> Too many psychopaths came out the back of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that category was retired because IQ tests are actually pish at determining how intelligent you are, mm. really. Uh, that's the words of Guinness themselves, uh, not me, <laughs> a man who would do so poorly in an IQ exam that his nuts would fall into a glass of water and dissolve like two junior disprin. Um Other good lies about his past were that he enrolled in Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute and gained three degrees. Just like that. Uh, majoring in maths, physics and biology, minoring in psychology and philosophy. But that's something he has yet, he's failed to prove that that's been the case. Mm. In fact, a lot of people were saying like, no, he kind of almost flunked out of high school and barely passed in these subjects. Gosh. Uh, fuck knows what would happen if someone were to ask me, can you prove that you graduated from yeah, university? I'd be like... a record of achievement. <laughs> did I pay for that? They said I had to pay 35 quid, and I don't think I did. Did I actually pass? Um, Everyone lies in their CV. But I did pass, so drop it. Mm. Renieri also claimed to have an intimidatingly high IQ. Again, no official backup, save for a test that he claims to have taken in his youth, called the Mega Test. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about the Mega Test. Provided by the Mega Society. Mm. It's an IQ test that you could just take home and take as long as you like. Open book. (laughs) Yep. Um, And it's touted as the most accurate and and difficult IQ test in the world, again, with no evidence or backup. Uh, He actually ended up joining the Mega Society at some point and uh, rebranded them. Brandon, something he would do a lot of later. And it's something uh, much less embarrassing than funny, so I won't even waste the time talking about what the new name is. That's just an executive decision that I've made, and the shorter running time of this episode should reflect that. <laughs> so while we don't know much about what made him this way, it's clear that this little scroll loved to tell a pork pie. Uh, but that pales in comparison to his love for taking sexual advantage of vulnerable people. Mm. Deep breath, Phil. In 1984, when Renier was 24, he was accused of forcing a 15-year-old girl into a sexual relationship with him, dragging her around various arcades and places of ill repute, uh, before this piece of shit ended it with the girl about four months later. And he was also accused of molesting the 12-year-old daughter of an employee of his in 1990. Mm -hmm. The case was never prosecuted and was closed, much like the short-lived business that he'd created called Consumers Byline. It's a pyramid scheme that drew the attention of authorities, causing him to shutter the whole thing and pay a $40,000 fine. Mm. Uh, but still, they had about 200,000 customers, uh, slash suckers, yeah. slash idiots, uh, that proved he knew how to manipulate people and gain their trust and take their money, and most importantly, control them. Mm. Uh, it was then that Renier met Nancy Salzman, uh, a former nurse who was touting herself as a self-help guru type, especially in hypnosis and neuro-linguistic programming and they immediately connected as scumbags do uh, seeing probably how one could benefit from the other Mm -hmm. and they set up a business touting executive success programs that's right Uh, that's right they offered seminars to business folks on how to change their lives for the better of course while pumping money into the business like Phil here rhythmically pumps his fist in the air watching the snuff films he covets so dearly The seminars were a hit with several celebrities and muckety-mucks attending. Uh, I could name them, but honestly, what would that achieve? You've never heard of any of them. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Except, boom, maybe Richard Branson. What? Yeah. um, After shit hit the fan this year, though, he said, I've never been to one of those. I never went to one of those. But that was, you know, before shit hit the fan. Mm. And people were asking him, he was like, yeah, probably. But now, no, definitely not. (laughs) I think, you know, and again, it's what... Slander, but you mm. definitely went to those, Richard Branson. Mm. Just saying. Mm. At the seminars, Ramirez would insist that he be called Vanguard, 
which I shit you not, he got from an Atari arcade machine that he loved so much, <laughs> which is fucking amazing. Yeah, that's good. Like, imagine we go to the live show and we just suddenly like, I am the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I am Golden Axe. Both good names. That's actually write that down. That's Strong brands. Uh, Salzman was known as Prefect yeah. because she would watch the hallways between physics and maths, take the parents to the right rooms on parents' night, and sometimes help the teachers on the trip to Alton Towers. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was vice captain in school, man. Shit. That's right. I was the people's captain, <laughs> as I told everybody. Is <laughs> that based on your previous work in protest? Yeah. <laughs> Cap- getting the captain- captaincy is a political decision. Mm. Uh, but vice captain's the people's vote, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Aye. You're the pulling the strings behind the scenes. <laughs> Saying that and people going, yeah. <laughs> You're right, Gavin. Um Using their very secretive techniques, a.k.a. expensive brainwashing, they attracted thousands of students, targeting those uh, specifically with a lot of scratch. Uh, They were looking for more than the price of a damn Kit Kat here, Phil, unfortunately, the greedy bastards. Uh, They wanted millions, and they got it. Uh, Remary managed to snag the heiresses to the Seagram's liquor fortune, the Bronfman sisters. Yes, absolutely. Some of the ugliest names. I've ever heard the Bronfman sisters. They dumped millions into the organization uh, with their own father coming out and telling the press. I'm sure this is a cult. Mm. Uh, they've heard he kept hearing dodgy stuff. The press kept hearing dodgy stuff. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. But the increased attention and the influx of cash caused the group to undergo another change, now calling themselves Nexium. That's N X I V M. Yeah, a very Roman numeral looking name. Yeah, it's. Pretty badass. <laughs> uh, Forbes magazine ran an article about Romeri's past, pyramid schemes, other dodgy dealings, and it targeted Nexium specifically uh, as something to you know to keep an eye on. Yeah, uh, this caused Goldie Hawn to back out of a speaking gig she'd arranged with the group. Some said she'd perhaps gone a little overboard, <laughs> but it's better to be in the first wives' club than the dead wives' club. Am I right? <laughs> They even got the fucking Dalai Lama yeah. to speak in Albany due to some weird connection between the Bronfman sisters and the Lama's assistant or something. Uh, but it shows the kind of pull they had. Yeah, Bronfman sisters yeah. are like billionaires. Yeah, it's like wild. ridiculous cash. And billionaires in like the 90s. Yes, <laughs> that was when I meant somebody yeah. be a billionaire. They, they, they would be super billionaires. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but even like the Dalai Lama was like, mm, this seems dodgy. And they're like, oh, fucking shop. Come on over. And he's like, all right, all right. <laughs> Sound free holiday. Yeah. Um, it was becoming clear that Nexium wasn't all about positivity. Stories of sexual abuse becoming more and more frequent. Didn't stop them from attracting more and more people, though. In fact, Kristen Crook. That's, what? That's your Lana Lang from Smallville. Mm. The hit TV show based on DC's comic hero, Superman. Uh, she got involved with Nexium, which is weird. Uh, and they managed to also snag her co-star, Alison Mack, who played Chloe Sullivan on the show. Uh, Crook managed to wriggle away from Nexium's grasp, but Mack remained a key player in what is now considered widely to be a cult uh, and would eventually be responsible for some of the group's most heinous acts. Won't get into that right now. It's not my responsibility and it's nothing to do with me. But in 2010, an article in, the Al- in an Albany newspaper declared Nexium was nothing more in a way for Ramiri to prey on young women and use them for his own twisted sexual pleasure. In fact, one of his partners, Kristen Keefe, uh, had a kid with Ramiri, mm. left the group in 2014 stating that he was dangerous, and most tellingly, all the worst things you've heard about Nexium are true. Thank you, Gavin. That- what an exciting introduction into the world of Keith Ramiri. Don't mention it, man. Yeah. Happy to do it. I mean, there's a lot going on there already. A lot to unpack. He's got these pyramid schemes going in the background, mm-hmm. which he's just funneling cash into yep. from his kind of subjects who are, you know, saying, throwing money at him mm-hmm. to join up with his group, and he's just pishing it up a wall. Yes, pishing up a fucking like wall. millions upon millions of pounds. Yep. There was one story I read where um, <laughs> the setup for it was fantastic, and it's total pyramid scheme bullshit. Yep. He went to another one of his kind of spiritual wives and said, uh, I've got an idea for how we can do some really good kind of investment stuff. 
all I need is 50 grand. Yeah. And she's humming and hawing. She was actually in the, she, from the financial background. Right. She's like, I'm going to go and have a look at the numbers and come back to you. But obviously, the kind of brainwashing was already kind of set in mm-hmm. at that point. She's like, I'm in. Yeah. 25,000 each. And he's like, cool, great. I don't have 25,000. Can I borrow 25,000 from you? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no worries. Here you go. And then, like, two days later, He's like, she walks into a room, he's greeting, mm-hmm. pish pink, like a baby <laughs> greeting on the floor. I've lost all the money, we owe $600,000, <laughs> I need you to get that cash. Fuck. She gives it to him. She then then asks for another 300000 about a week <laughs> later, and a week after that, about another 150000 <laughs> and just handing over cash. This is the, the influence that this boy had on yeah. him. It's it's incredible to. It's, it's very strange, like and especially like I don't want to say like you can see it from a Charlie Manson or something. Mm-hmm. You can tell that person has a charisma. There's an electricity around that person when you see them talk. Yeah, you go like I want to listen to what this person's saying. I may not believe it, but I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, but when you see Keith Raniere, you're like, it's just a wee fella, isn't it? Yeah, just a little kind of podgy guy with a beard. Yeah, but it was quite interesting. I thought one of the things that kind of got me quite interested in was the idea that. Because it was a few decades later that he started off, like mm. the, the whole Manson stuff was very much around kind of free love yep. and and the kind of zeitgeist at the time, mm. and then the Nexium stuff and the ESP stuff was very corporate. It was mm. very eighties, yeah. nineties, go get my America, yep. and same bullshit, but mm. just a different coat of paint on top of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just, just suddenly now it's all about. Less about free love and more about success and making success, yourself a success. Absolutely. Yeah, it's wild. And a lot of it is to do with, uh, we'll get into it a bit later on, but a lot of basically the pattern that he had for his whole program mm. was this idea that you you impart your kind of belief structure mm. on it, every decision that happens. So there's no part, nothing happens for no reason. It's, yeah whatever you impart onto that thing. Mm-hmm. So something bad happens to you, why is it bad? Why yeah. are you making it a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might it's, everything's a lesson. Yeah. It's very much corporate management bullshit mm-hmm. speak. And still stuff that goes on today and yeah, oh, very for sure, much happens, yeah. but amazing to see the levels that he was able to take it to. Mm-hmm. It's almost inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're here for, is to be inspired I by guess that's true, mental right? cults. Gavin, do you know what, though? What's the matter, pal? I feel like I need some fun with you. Yeah. Do I yeah. run my? Do I play a game of nervous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grace your hand up my leg. Do you ever? Did you ever play nervous in high school? Um, and in, in high school probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Primary school. Um, did I ever play nervous? I don't think I did. I don't, I don't think I ever nervous. played nervous. I, I was. I was like repulsive though yeah so yeah i think i played that. it with like friends rather than with lassies <laughs> that's the way to do it though isn't it? Right. you're even more nervous then touch your dick oh 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 don't <laughs> <laughs> oh mate don't touch my dick don't gear stick me man <laughs> don't gear stick me man please anything but that um yes let's let's, let's have a bit of fun <laughs> let's do that first of all uh, um i was going to do something revolving around a guy named vanguard yeah after his favourite arcade cabinet, which is so fucking good, by the way. The actual game itself? No, the, the fact Just, that he's calling himself Vanguard yeah. after like a fucking arcade machine. Um, I looked up the game, it's not fantastic. Uh, <laughs> How does Jesus feel about it? Well, it's like Atari and SNK. You love SNK? I love SNK and therefore Nexium. Um, I was going to do a quiz about people named after video game characters. Yep, yep. Um, but that was flawed because the only people who exist in, with video game names are like Desmond Miles. <laughs> and like, you know, from Assassin's Creed and of course Craig Rashid Bandicoot. But in looking up this card, I did find a website that let you gave you a fair estimate of how many people are in uh, the US who right. share a name. Okay. So with that, let's play... How many of May in the USA? <laughs> yep. I went to howmanyofme.com. Uh, you can put in names, and using census data, they can tell you roughly how many of them are in America. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some names. Okay. And you tell me which of them has the least, right? So which is the rarest name okay. yep. in America? I'm with you. Okay. Starting off close to home, Gavin Spence uh-huh. and Philip Madison. Who's got the rarest name Who in America? The, I would say... I do. You'd say you do? Yeah. 
Is that your final answer, Phil? Are you locking that one in? Yeah, please. How many of me in the USA? Philip, according to howmanyofme.com, there is only one of you in the USA. <laughs> was that when I was there on holiday? It might have been And you did the census. Yeah, you are the most rare one. I had There's two Gavin Spences and one Philip Madison. We are prized possessions. We are VR. We'd stand out if we went over there. Yeah. Folk would be like, ah, it's such an unusual name. I'll have your name. Can I have your name? <laughs> okay, time. Our, our supernatural entertainment system co host, yeah. Christopher Chalmers uh-huh. and Jerry Maguire. Who has the rarest name in America? I'm going to say, because I know at least one Jerry Maguire. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's in a film, isn't he? About but himself. Got to remember, it's very different spelling. Are you going for spelling as well? Yeah. Okay. okay. You had to type it into the website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who has the rarest? I'm going to say Chris Chalmers then. Chris Chalmers does have the rarest name in America. Jerry, there's six Jerry's. Yeah. And only one Christopher Chalmers. It's mad that there's so few people with their names. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, John Dracula right. versus Ben Dover. Who has the rarest name in America? <laughs> I'm going to guess it's John Dracula. <laughs> You're right, it's John Dracula. <laughs> Two John Draculas in America. Is that apparently. All? Yeah. Huh. Uh, next up, Jesus Christ. Yep. Versus Charles Xavier, who has <laughs> the rarest name in America. I'm going to say that that's a hard because a lot of mad folk in America. Yeah. But Charles Xavier is almost a normal name. But, and I'm yet. Gonna, I'm going to say the <laughs> rarest one is Charles Xavier. I'm afraid it's Jesus Christ. Is it? There's 21 Charles Xavier's in America. But only seven Jesus Christ. How many of them are blessed with both telekinesis and telekinetic powers? <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out, and that's to let out a psychic scream. <laughs> Gene! 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 <laughs> like talking about priding yourself on being able to say Gene three different ways. The Wolverine, Cyclops, and Professor X. Professor X, but only when he's in pain. <laughs> like, Gene! Only when he's being contracted by the lander of the Shi'ar. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> Henry Hank McCoy <laughs> yep. or El or in Sabanur, the terrifying apocalypse. <laughs> Who is the rarest name in America? I'm gonna guess it's in Sabanur, the terrifying apocalypse. It was, yes. There are two hundred and thirty eight Henry Hank McCoys. That's a fucking American name though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it really is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really no. like bluegrass. <laughs> Jazz. That's like bluegrass, jackass. <laughs> Okay, so I hope you had fun. I did have a lot of fun. It took my mind off some of the pain and misery that we're about to get into. I'm going to just probably go. Yeah? Like, how long do you think your thing's going to be? Like 30 minutes. <sighs> 30 minutes, Gavin. Okay. We're back half an hour. <laughs> Are you, do you want to do our cult status? We probably do some kind of cult status around now, normally. <laughs> no, I'm just getting... May as well get this over with. Okay. okay. You better have a lot of jokes in it to keep me happy. No jokes here, my friend. You Only sure? pain... And misery. You sure about that? But from the misery, Gavin, we must learn. So don't forget us educational podcast, all right? It's not all fucking chuckles. Well, that, I think we gave them several episodes of chuckles and it's time for them to learn that the real world's not all sugar plums and dick sucking. Exactly. It's not, you know, easy to make a, a fun, light-hearted entertainment <laughs> podcast out of really grim material. No. By hell. It's not all sugar plums and dick sucking. <laughs> Gavin, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, for, <laughs> for years now, Nexium was accused of being more cult than just another mad American motivational self-help pyramid scheme hellscape. <laughs> years went on, more and more details started to emerge about the group from newspapers, magazines, first-hand confessions of former members who had managed to scrape their way out of the group. New York Times published an article exposing one of the secret groups within mm-hmm. Nexium, DOS. <laughs> I can't pronounce That's two. the Latin. <laughs> <laughs> New York Times published an article exposing DOS, a secret sisterhood within Nexium, a secret sisterhood with some extreme rituals led by self-styled bad bitches. Nice. When you say extreme, like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> No, mm. like nasty. Oh, like a real hawk. Yeah, <laughs> described. <laughs> They're nasty, man. As deadly as a real hawk, untrained. 
Uh, described as an all-female Masons, Doss was introduced to high-ranking female members within the group as a powerful force for change and good within the world. Powerful enough to influence elections and big pharma. <gasps> no. That's right. <laughs> Based on nothing. Uh, <laughs> to join the initiate would have to agree to identify as a slave for a higher-ranking member of the group. At first, they were told that this was purely for show and kind of showed... Uh, a further agreement and embedding of the notion that the initiate was acknowledging the fact that they understood they had their own shortcomings and they were self-imposed and this was about their commitment to the group as a wider you know, entity. Mm-hmm. All this self-help kind of guru bullshit coming yep. into it. However, it became very clear very quickly that by slave, they meant fucking slave. Uh. Um, slaves were made to hand over potentially damaging articles or information such as nude photographs, Nudes. confessions to acts that were either real or just completely made up, bank details, pin codes, uh, to show that their their true devotion to this mm. next stage that they were reaching within the Nexium scheme. Fuck's sake. Uh, literally just, just <laughs> lies would be made up. There was one... Uh, Sarah Edmondson, a Canadian actress who'd been with the group since 2005, she left shortly after being initiated into DOS. That was mm-hmm. a tipping point for her. Right. Um, and she said that it was so grim. <laughs> I don't even want to mention that. No, come on. Let's, let's so break, break it out and then we'll... It's literally like the nudes are like, has to show your face. Has to be, your legs are super spread wide so you can fucking see it all. Jeez. Has to be this. They, she signed off documents that said that her husband beat her, that her dad used to abuse her. It's, none of these things weren't true. Yeah, but. But it was like, you sign over these documents and that'll show your devotion to the yeah. gang. Ugh. Ugh. We just want a dollar. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a Kit Kat. Aye. Think yourselves lucky. Uh, Sarah Edmondson was uh, interviewed in a series of podcasts that mm-hmm. I listened to as a result of looking into this, mm-hmm. which is called Uncover, yep. and it's by the Canadian Broadcast Corporation or something like that. Uh, and CBC? C- <laughs> CBB. <laughs> I don't know what the RB is. Uh, but it's six episodes. They're all about like half an hour or 45 minutes long. Super duper interesting. Yeah. Much better than this. Aye, but do they... Do they have chuckles? Do they have chuckles? Do we? No, <laughs> <laughs> no chuckles. Um, she was offered uh, a place in DOS by one of these high-ranking female members. In fact, you've already mentioned her, Nancy Saltzman. Yeah. Uh, who was one of her best friends, like, officiated at her wedding. Ugh. Like, knew each other inside and out, especially after the photographs. <laughs> uh an offer that she regarded as a massive honour due to both her friendship with Saltzman mm. and Saltzman's status within the group itself. She was asked to arrive at Saltzman's home, taken up to a bedroom where she was told to strip butt naked and put on a blindfold before being ushered into a room with a bunch of other initiates. She can kind of sense that there are people in the room probably feeling as confused and nervous as she was. They were told that they would be branded with a mark that would show their devotion to the group it was described as a symbol of uh, the elements, mm-hmm. and it was about the size of a penny, and this would be your final hurdle before becoming a fully-fledged member of DOS. Sarah asked to see Saltzman's mm-hmm. brand, because she was a little bit nervous about this whole idea, yep. and immediately branded her a merchant of pish, because <laughs> the symbol that was on Saltzman was much larger than a penny and looked like a horrible, scarred mess. Ugh. When Sarah expressed concern about the process, she was told that this was, again, her reaching another hurdle in her life, backing away from it, yeah. fear of commitment, fear of what people would think. So this was all covered up by what they call the Nexium flip, right? which yep. is all about taking what, what are you placing onto this that's mm. making it a negative. This isn't a negative. This is really positive. You're going to go up a level. Yep. You're going to have a whole world opened up to you. You're going to be in charge of elections. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of a little branding? No big deal. So, in the end, she uh, agreed to go ahead with the process. And she said, first of all, she helped uh, hold, basically hold somebody down while they were getting done Ooh. it. Uh, and she said that having to watch, because she knew the other girls that were in the room with her, but having to watch somebody go through this extreme pain as a doctor brings out like a cauterizing pen. Yeah. And she describes it all in detail in this podcast. It's literally like you can watch, it was like 
as soon as the pen touched her skin, she'd just been shocked with a thousand volts. Yeah. Body just recoiling and fucking Ugh. pain and misery. Uh, so again, she was like, I, I'm really not sure about this. And again, the Nexium training, the ESP training comes back in again. Sarah's been in this group for years. She mm-hmm. spent literally hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah. establishing herself within the group, bringing other people into the group, selling off these courses, attending the courses herself, whatever mm-hmm. she was making, she was spewing straight back into the group. Yep. So she was just completely indoctrinated. So Salksman, when it was her turn, was like, you're the highest ranking member in here besides me. You show them how it's done. Yeah. So she literally just, you know, put on the blinkers. She remembered things like giving birth to her child and like, can't be as bad as that. Yeah. And basically grit her teeth. Yeah, just got it done. Perfect process. Fuck. And almost immediately afterwards was just completely eyes wide open. Like this is horseshit. This is insane. I need I, to go. Yeah. What have I done? The other thing that also pushed her into this moment of clarity was the fact that she found out that DOS was effectively a little harem for Keith Ranieri yep. to just pump. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, just like, use. I'm now in a sex cult. Yep. I was in some weird business cult thing. <laughs> no, it's a sex cult. But now I'm just being he- herded into a little trough mm-hmm. for him to come and chow down on. Yeah. Pretty incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds incredible, no? Pretty horrific. So she left the group. Uh, her husband was also part of the group. Mm-hmm. So the, they had to stage a whole thing to work out how to leave because obviously they've got all this collateral on anybody that tries to leave. People who had tried to leave in the past, they've got all this money behind them. They've yeah. got the, the Bronfman billions yeah. who were just happy to just pay for lawyers to just try and discredit people, mm-hmm. sue the ass off them as much as possible. They wanted, they had, she had her husband, she had a young kid. They're both really involved in the group. Yeah. How do you escape without... Like inflaming this ire, yeah. And again, if you listen to the podcast, like you can hear how that all goes down. They come up with quite an ingenious way of getting out, so it's quite interesting. Um, however, not long after she left, it kind of snowballed beyond that with more and more people. She did a fair amount. She claims to spread the word about what was going on mm. behind the scenes, um, and more and more people started to leave, and things started to kind of unravel for Nexium at this point. In March two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. This very year, uh, Ranieri was arrested and indicted on a variety of charges relating to DOS, including sex trafficking, sex trafficking, conspiracy to sex traffic, and conspiracy to commit forced labour. The indictment also alleged that at least one woman was coerced into sex with Ranieri, uh, and she had also been forced to undergo this branding ritual. The some good quotes coming up. You ready? Okay. Okay. Yep. 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 United well, States Attorney Richard Donahue. There's a lot of him in the US. Donahue. Donahue, you bastard. <laughs> Stated that Ranieri had created a secret society of women whom he had sex with, branded with his initials, coerced them with the threat of releasing their highly personal information and taking their assets. The FBI's New York Field Office Assistant Director in Charge, mm-hmm. good title, <laughs> stated that Ranieri displayed a disgusting abuse of power in his efforts to denigrate and manipulate women that he considered to be little more than his sex slaves. On April of 2018, Smallville's own Alison Mack was arrested and indicted on similar charges to Ranieri. Prosecutors, prosecutors stated that she had recruited women first into Nexium and then into DOS, coerced them into sexual activity with Ranieri. Uh, Mack was alleged to be the second in command of Nexium. That's wild. Nuts, isn't it? Chloe from Smallville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though, because we were talking about this earlier. It was like the idea that you think that a celebrity, especially a famous celebrity, I know it's Chloe from Smallville, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. necessarily fucking household name or anything, but is now a household name probably because of this. Yeah. But the you think they must, they're, they're rich people. Yeah. They must know better. Well, this is, again, like not to just pipe on this guy's podcast, but you hear her go through that process of like, there were so many red flags. Yeah. I should have noticed at least one of them, mm-hmm. and I fucking didn't. Yeah. And it's odd as well because, uh, like, literally off the back of the charges, if they're convicted of all these charges, Mac and Ranieri face a minimum of 15 years in jail, yeah. maximum of life in prison. Fuck. Um, the lawyer that they have working for them is basically using that as the defence okay. against these charges, saying, look, this, this whole system is based on 
relinquishing blame on you know the factors that come from other people yeah. everything is your fault mm-hmm. in this cult the whole thing is based around that how yeah. you perceive the things that happen to you dictate how they affect you yeah so to then say that you are coerced yeah defies the whole thing yeah how can you possibly be coerced you are told to open your eyes throughout the whole process yeah and these other rather shit um at least you know in terms of morals, <laughs> uh, legally sound, but seems to be like you see sports stars on TV every day that play football with brands and stuff on their arms. Yeah, um, it seems to be fine when it's men, but the moment when it's women, you're saying that they're victims. You're and like, that's his not, defense. Wait a minute, that's yeah. not what they're trying to say. But that's yeah. You're like, wait, sorry, brands on their arms? You mean like on their shirts and stuff? We, no, you do get a lot of like NFL stars and stuff that do have like like a bra- like actual brands like sororities and. Uh, oh, right, yeah, no, totally. They, they all, they all like, other groups take part in branding. Yeah, um, but because it's women, you're being sexist by saying that they're victims. You're being sexist when saying that these women were branded and coerced into being sex slaves. Even though this guy basically wrote his initials, as it turned out, yeah, yeah, his initials and Alison Mack's initials just above their fannies. Yes. Well, I mean, I suppose when you're in this situation as a lawyer, you're given, you're having to be the defence lawyer in this situation. All you're doing is going, I can just clutch at straws and hope for the best. If I do a decent enough job of like obfuscating the actual issue, yeah. I might get them a reduced sentence and in that case is the only way I can possibly yeah. win and look good coming out of this. I'm still getting my house out of it, so it's fine. Still a scumbag. Uh, Claire Bronfman, the millionaire heiress and mm. member of Nexium, responded to the arrests on the Nexium website, saying that she still fully supports Nexium and Keith Ranieri because he's she's never seen so much good come from our programs and from Keith himself, insisting that neither Nexium or Keith abused or coerced anyone. Wow. Bronfman was then also arrested under charges of racketeering, <laughs> along with the president of Nexium, uh, Nancy Saltzman, her daughter, Lauren Saltzman, and another Nexium employee, Kathy Russell. On the 24th of May, the Nexium website was updated to say that they were suspending all Nexium enrollment, curriculum, and events until further notice due to the extraordinary circumstances <laughs> facing the company currently. That's a good one. That makes me always think of like, the boardroom sitting going, what do we say? Do we say because of the arrests? Like, no, don't say the arrests, you fucking idiot. Say difficult circumstances. Extraordinary circumstances. <laughs> and they are extraordinary. Yeah, they are. They're not lying, I guess. It's a genuinely fascinating story, particularly because it's happening now. Yes. Right, right now, now. With people that you've seen off TV. Yes. Which obviously makes it fucking... Chloe Sullivan, uh, for example. Callie and Boomer from Battlestar Galactica. <sighs> not Boomer, man. Come on. I know. Grace uh, Park. From Hawaii Five. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Earlier on, I was going to go into the, like the celebrities, but when you look, you're like, if I don't instantly recognise the name, mm. to me, they're not a celebrity. <laughs> they're a person who has a mild level of fame. Mm. Uh, and I understand, Cult of Geshcast, Phil. It's a worldwide show. Yeah, we get true. listeners from all over the world. Mm. Maybe they would know those those more local celebrities. But still, I'm not fucking saying their names. <laughs> no, fair enough. No. I mean, it didn't say Callie's name because I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I read for the show I've not remembered, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, Nexium. Nexium's fucked ESP, up, man. Nexium, whatever else they were called. NXIVM. Just um, not in it. Don't like it. No. Wild. I'm against it. And you think, like, wild. the people are talking about it when they leave Nexium, mm. they've got all this shit on them. And they've got all these things, like, and they're worried that Nexium's going to use this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's why they don't want to leave because you know they've got leverage on them. Mm. I mean, we could easily say who left Cult of Geshcast Patreon. We've got yeah. the list, yeah. And we're not a malicious group, but God knows. Well, it is worth noting mm-hmm. that despite having all this collateral, yeah, they've never released it on anybody, and people have left, yeah, but they haven't because I think they know if they did, mm-hmm. they're. Fuck. Yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, they're, they're, they're completely <laughs> like the whole thing hangs off the fact makes it that, true. Like, you've got yeah that you're basically blackmailing them. Yeah, at this point, like, no, we're not. You're coercing them. Yeah, and like, no, because we never released any. They can ask for it back. So should we, because we don't want to be anything like Nexium, release that information? Release the information on who's betrayed us. Yes. Okay, let's think about that one. Yeah, absolutely. You've got two weeks to rejoin the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
millions of millions of dollars. Yeah, millions versus a cat a month. A cat cat a month. It's fucking nothing, frankly. A laughable, a laughable amount. Yeah, Is and he pissed say? up a wall. Uh, in stocks and stuff, we're yeah. going to piss up a wall in front of you in a room. And like exactly every single fucking <laughs> penny is going into this live show, and you'll see it on stage. You'll Absolutely. see the money on stage. Yeah, a big pile of cash. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not sleeping on it like smog. <laughs> Come back in an hour, we'll see. <laughs> but it's fucked up, man. I don't like Nexium. No, no. Well, how about this mm-hmm. palate cleanser? Palate cleanser. Bit of fun. Palate cleanser. Bit of fun. Have a little bit of fun with me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ready for a game that I haven't named. So, Gavin, basically, I'm going to give you a kind of... It's a kind of who am I situation. Okay. Yeah? I'll give you a little blurb, and you tell me which famous Mac it is. Okay. You ready? <laughs> right. Nice, easy one to start you with. Mm-hmm. I was Chloe on Smallville, <laughs> and a massive cunt of a lassie who furthered the insane goals of a maniac sex pest. Okay, was that Alison Mack? It was Alison Mack. Yeah. At one point. Bing, 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 bing. Number two, Gavin. Just as my biggest hit was becoming a chart success, I decided to bring a firearm onto an aeroplane, a bungalow that meant I spent six months in prison. <laughs> Which Mac is that? Um... I don't know. It was uh, Mark the Mac Morrison. Oh, you're joking. That's right. Next up, Gavin. <laughs> I was a funny man. I was in the Transformers film, and I died of pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> no, it's really sad. Um, I miss him, but Bernie Mac. <laughs> Bernie Mac. Gavin, mm-hmm. who am I? <laughs> Which Mac am I? Um... <laughs> I am a mysterious alien creature from a film that really bummed Phil out as a child. Is it Mac and Me? It's Mac. Mac from Mac and Me. <laughs> Gavin, who am I? <laughs> I'm two 100% beef patties, a slice of cheese, lettuce, onions and pickles, and the sauce, that unbeatable, tasty Big Mac sauce. You know you want to. It's the Big Mac. It's the Big Mac, that's right. That Big Mac sauce. <laughs> Gavin, who am I? <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. Oh, I'm going to have me some fun. Crap, is it Mac from Predator? It's Mac from Predator. Yeah. Right. Gavin, which <laughs> Mac am I? I'm an ordinary teenage girl living with her parents, George and Barbara, and an older sister, Annie, in the fictional, fictional corporate town of Paradise Valley. Whilst walking home after my first day of junior high school, I was hit by a truck from a chemical plant. During the incident, I was drenched in a top-secret chemical called GC-161. I soon discover that it's given me strange powers, such as telekinesis, shooting electricity from my fingers, and the ability to dissolve into a mobile puddle of water. However, my powers prove to soon be unpredictable, such as my skin (laughs) glowing brightly when I'm nervous. I confide only in Annie and my best friend Ray, choosing to keep my powers a secret from everyone else, including my parents, for fear of what the plant chemical plant CEO, Danielle Atron, will do to me if they find out. I also caused quite a stirring in the loins of a young man who would one day grow up to be a legend slash Scottish podcast guy. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> is it Alex, man? It is Alex. <laughs> yeah! Woo. Well done. Did you have fun? I did have a lot of fun. I think it's only fair that when we come up with a name, mm-hmm. uh, we'll do that on the Patreon show. Yeah, yeah. We can workshop it there. <laughs> well, it's time, Phil. Oh, it is time to try and find a shiny nugget in the pile of steaming shit that Indeed. is Nexium. It's time to look at the pros of Nexium, the cons of Nexium, and we take the best pro and include it in the Cult of Geshcast. Let's do it. To the consultation, Thunderdome. I'm going to go piss, though. It's a lot of pissing tonight. Yeah. 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 And we're back. That didn't take that long. The consultation is over. It was easy in that there was not a lot of pros. No, we had to really reach for that. We did it, Gavin. Do you want to give me the first pro? Code names. Code names. Vanguard. May actually redo that bit. Um, the code names bit is good uh, because uh, named after a fucking arcade machine. Yeah. So how good would that be? What was the was Nancy's one? 
Prefect. Prefect. <laughs> Arcade machine and somebody from school. <laughs> Something from your high school. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's levels. To I work am Operation with. Wolf, and this is my, my French teacher, Storm. Mrs. Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> this is Renate, the German classroom assistant. <laughs> This is Sylvan, he's from France. Look at his variety of woolen jumpers. <laughs> it's fucked up how many people had these these exchange students come and helping as like classroom Can assistants. You imagine coming from I mean, I, I know there's probably equivalents. Yeah. But just coming to some fucking piss ant school. Coming to Coat Bridge. Aye. As you came. Just we widow Scottish teens. You basically came Have from, you ever winched anybody? A Sylvan. Sylvan, are you up her? <laughs> Sylvan was like the one big story from Sylvan. The worst. It was always like, and it was we went into some group thing, and the guy's like maybe eighteen, we are like fourteen. Yeah, and he's like, uh, the thing is, in my village, uh, we don't have cars, so usually I get pulled around by an arse. <laughs> And uh, and that was it. Yeah, he made a rod for his own back for that one. The entire rest of the period <laughs> was gone at that point with just incessant laughing. Yeah. The poor boy. Did you have those kind of uh, tape decks? Yeah, all around, all the, way around the room. Yeah. And were they kind of linked up in such a way that if you put the mic right up to your mouth, <laughs> yeah. it, went, yeah. it would go through all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain things that no matter what school you went to, there are some mm-hmm. commonalities there. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Did you have Doom <laughs> on the PCs? We did. All the Macs. Reasons, they all had Doom. Yeah. Even though it's the worst thing you could give to a child. Uh, Phil, please give me the first con. The first con is going to be all the sexual abuse, but in particular the sexual abuse of minors. Yeah. You'll not hear any of that on Cult of Gish Cats. It's got like, to go down as a con. No. Um, pro? Pro. Celebrity tie-ins. Yeah, although it did kind of backfire long term, mm-hmm. I think that the idea of the having a, a celeb... <laughs> the sheer glitz of yeah, the situation. just that Hollywood rub. Yeah. As you think, I mean, we've spoken about this before when people have sent in questions, mm. uh, which celebrities you'd like to have in Kalagesh cast. But do you think that's worth at least promising <laughs> that we'll have a celebrity at the live show? Ladies and gentlemen, Serene Nanjiani. Can you believe it? She's here. <laughs> Here's the news. I am leaving. <laughs> Phil, I've collected my fee and now I'm gone. <laughs> Please uh, give me a con. Con? They were not great with financing. No, they There's did a lose lot of money. There's a lot. a lot of leakage. Yeah, yeah. And that's not something you'll find in Kaltageshkas because I've created a Google uh, Docs spreadsheet with all the Patreon money going in. Big picture of who is it? Is it Easy E? No, it's not Easy E. It's Flavor Flav. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> Um, Give me an R Pro, Gavin. The branding. The branding. Now, you might be thinking, sitting at home. Gwada. But their branding in terms of a company, they positioned themselves as people who can help high up business folk Mm -hmm. manage to absolutely rake in the cash. Absolutely. And that Roman numeral effect next to them. Oh, it looks so good. Looks fucking professional as all hell. Looks great in a mirror. Uh, and Phil, please hit me up with that final con. Was the branding of the women? Yeah, yeah. So Brandon, Brandon good, Brandon bad. Yeah, Brandon Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Superman connection. <gasps> it's all falling So we need to pick one of those pros. Is it going to be codename celebrity tie-ins, or of course the branding, not the branding? Yeah. Well, I think we've got pretty strong branding as called a guest cast already. Yeah. yeah. Our um, reach. Our reach is pretty, pretty fucking great. Uh, Our penetration? Deep. <laughs> undeniable. <laughs> um, so it's between code names and celebrity tie-ins. We can control code names. Yes. Can you control a celebrity? It d- depends on the celebrity. Would I you mean, want if to? It's, if it's John Barrowman, perhaps, I don't think anyone could control him. God, no. Not he's gone in the jungle, I heard. Yeah, that's Best right. Best place for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to have to say my vote is going with code names based Seconded. off arcade machines or Seconded. something that happens at school. <laughs> <laughs> one of us must be named after an arcade game. One of us must be named after a weird status of high school. <laughs> okay, agreed. You ready to be the vice captain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I am. You still the got your captain. badge? Weirdly enough, probably. It's in a sewing kit in my mum's somewhere. Margaret! Margaret! Um, okay. By next episode, by next episode, we'll have sorted all that out. I can't wait to have a code name. Yeah, very exciting. 
Um, okay, so we're bringing in code names into the cult. Hooray. Next segment is cult status. Do we not do a round of applause? Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I think we do this after cult status, actually. Uh, cult status, this section we like to decide is Nexium slash ESP slash whatever the fuck they're called better than our current favourite cult, <laughs> which is the universe people, yes. I think, still. Yep, not yep. the Freemasons. It's not the Freemasons, no. It's the universe it's people. It's the universe people. Was the thing about the Freemasons was the, the arrogance of the polis, is that... No, that was one of the things that we spoke about, though. Just having a list of enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Need to get Mm. that list back. Yes, get that. Bring that fucking list back. Um, So, would you say that you prefer uh, Nexium (laughs) with all their sexual abuse and Mm -hmm. branding and, like, just pyramid scheme stuff versus the universe people relatively innocuous? And brought us Ashtar Sharon. Brought us the gift of Ashtar Sharon. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Nexium? Yeah, Nexium's better. <laughs> Nexium's our new favourite. Uh, I mean, we're going to be a show about cults. We might as well say Nexium. Who's your favourite cult? It's Nexium. It's Nexium. <laughs> we couldn't resist their goddamn gall. Uh, I think universe people still are so lovely. Uh, and you know, Imagine that was our celebrity we got to the live show. Was Ashton Ashton Sharon. Sharon, fuck. We all got think to it's possible. gaze upon his radiance. Let's see if we can do it. Like, I'll get in touch. I'll do that meditation thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then just I'll say to him what are you up to on that date <laughs> <laughs> which brings us nicely to our next point Kevin yes. would you like to unveil pull <clears throat> back the velveteen curtain mm-hmm. and let everybody know more details about the Gesh- Cult of Geshcast live show yeah the first meet up okay and only meet up <laughs> well, well from, weirdly enough there's two meet ups yeah Christmas munch okay so Cult of Geshcast live show is finally happening <gasps> We've got the venue book. We've got the things we want to do. We've got it all set. So on front is like a wheelbarrow, Phil. Can't wait to jump in and let you push me. It is happening on the 7th of February. Write it down. Write it down. That's the 7th of February in Glasgow's Old Hairdressers. It's not an actual hairdressers. It's a bar. Kind of a dump. It smells of piss. <laughs> <laughs> it is perfect for Cult of Geshcast, though. Yes. <laughs> so join us for a night there. We're going to put all, all the details will be coming in the next uh, episode or so where you can get your tickets. What you'll get with, along with your ticket as well. Oh, gosh, you what? You won't just get entry, you'll get a special good day bag. What to bring. What to bring, we exactly. We haven't decided yet. I've just come up with the fact that you're bringing something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A Kit Kat. More Kit Kats. So many, so many Kit Kats at this fucking show. Uh, uh, come hungry <laughs> for laughs, games, and fun. Come and hungry Kit-Kats. if you're hungry for a come. <laughs> <laughs> so, call the Geshcast live show. 7th of February at Old Hairdressers. <gasps> That's the first meet-up. <laughs> Announced. Bam. Second meet-up, Phil. Yes. The Christmas annual. The second annual. 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 First of 2018. Second annual Christmas month. <laughs> no, we're making this more complicated. I love it. What's second happen- annual. What's first. happening? What's scrambling? We are headed back. We had such a good response from the host of the munch last year, yep. Five Guys, uh-huh. that we decided that we are going to go back. We are going to be at Five Guys mm-hmm. on St. Vincent Street, Glasgow. That's correct. On the 21st of December. <gasps> so close to Christmas. So close to Christmas. Come jingle our bells. And it's going to be, let's say, 12.30. 12.30. Remember, we will not be paying for your lunch. No, absolutely not. But come dine with us. Come celebrity come down with us exactly we, we guarantee Andrew Beltran's going to be there no word of a lie no word of a lie why would we lie why would we make that up without even asking him come meet us come See, and meet Andrew Beltran scream loudly into the ether yeah and I mean, eat a burger I understand last year a lot of people may have thought we were joking yeah but it happened we have proof of that someone did come this is a legit thing that's going to happen you better fucking show up. And live show secrets will be divulged at it. Yep, I think. And also, you'll get some. You'll walk away with something. You'll walk away with something. Gavin will draw your face. We'll draw it on your face. I'll draw my hand across your face. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking rat. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, 21st of December. Yep. Five guys in Vincent Street. Show up or don't. It's up to you. <laughs> but we had a great time last time. I'm really looking forward to it again. Can we see Andy? Can't wait to see our chief medical officer. <laughs> what other stuff do we... Like, the board is still clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's do some quick housekeeping and then get this 
get the the fuck out of here. Um, I did ask on Twitter before we go for, instead of asking for questions, Uh I asked for jokes Mm. uh, to cheer us up after doing that grim shit on the show. Okay. Do you want to save them for the Patreon? Because we are an hour and five minutes. (laughs) Fuck a duck. Yeah, let's do that. Call a guest cast. See ya. See ya. Find out about those jokes in the Patreon exclusive times exclusive episode available in two weeks for you poor people. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, I guess. Kiss. <laughs> like, bye. Bye. See- Gene. Gene. Gene! 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 Gene!